it's a hundred feet of like travel and a hundred feet of climbing. So it's like the most extreme amount of distance you could like basically cover on your feet without having to go up a ladder. And by the time uh, you come back down, you get to the bottom of the hill and you have to climb a 25 foot tall rope. And I always called it whiskey legs because people would run up with tons of speed. And by the time they came back down, they looked like they had drank a whole bottle of whiskey. Shit. Cup to cup. Welcome, everybody, to Cup to Cup, episode number 62. Thank you, Chase. Uh, On this day, February 11th, besides my daughter being born on February 11th, happy birthday, Sydney. On this day in 1928, it was a great day for relaxation because the Lazy Boy reclining chair was invented by a one Ed Shoemaker. Not chair maker, shoemaker. I, I, I mean, everybody's got a lazy boy, right? Uh, you got. I do not. No, I don't have a lazy boy. No. What the fuck, mate? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> that was my best, Connor McGregor. Oh, dude, that was terrible. <laughs> what the fuck, mate? <laughs> oh man, that that got slightly better. Break out the fucking red panties. Nope, we're back to worse. Welcome everybody. We have a very Special guest today, Mr. Hunter McIntyre. What's up, Hunter? Welcome to the show, brother. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm pretty pumped. Honestly, I, 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 I'd, Hell never, yeah. I, I'd never heard of you guys, and then all of a sudden, someone liked my picture, and then I started to do some research, and then I started to do some listening, and I was like, fuck yeah, these guys could be good friends. So now, we're locked in. Here we go. That's what I like to hear, man. Nice. Nice, dude. Um, so before we jump into your crazy ass uh, lifestyle, uh, I thought it, we would break the ice a little bit. Uh, start out with some Florida man where uh, I'll read a headline out. You guys try to fill in a blank that I leave out in the headline. Let me hit this uh, intro and uh, we'll start it out. God, that was intense. Florida man accused... Ooh, I got that wrong, guys. Florida woman accused of throwing blank at landlord. Accused of throwing blank at landlord. Yeah. Um, I'm going to make Hunter go first, just just to make him uncomfortable. It's got to be poop or an animal. Mm-hmm. Love it. got to be mm-hmm. poop or an animal. And <laughs> if I had to guess, it's not her own poop. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going for not her own poop. All right. Yep. What about you, Kev? Oh, that's easy. It's tampons. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Used, of course, obviously. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And uh, Chase. Yeah, it's definitely poop. Um, 100% poop. Okay. Okay. I'm digging your style. It's a lot of poop. This is good. This is good. Uh, my boy Hunter and Chase got it right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it down. It seemed too easy. You got any other Florida topics? <laughs> no. I, no there's too there's too many we like to spread it out for all the other episodes so um i'm gonna hold off on the other ones the same once you make money at the casino you start to get addicted so i'm feeling pretty good about myself <laughs> right now this man just the hunter just walks in and starts winning just yeah. like that i mean it takes me four or five weeks this yeah he's already got in. more wins on florida man than you do facts facts all right, guys, on that note, let me introduce our boy Hunter. Uh, this dude is, he's labeled by Men's Health Magazine as an OCR racer. 
Uh, you're a six-time obstacle course racing world champion, four-time obstacle course racing national champion, three-year, yeah, three-year Steve Austin Broken Skull Ranch champion, two-time Tough Mudder X champion. Jesus, bro, explain what I just read. I like the way, <laughs> I like the way you sing that song. It's, yeah. uh, <laughs> you it's, use that word champion a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Let's keep that going. Uh, <laughs> you know, Honestly, there's a really interesting market in the world right now. You guys are love sports. Um, the whole post-collegiate kind of like uh, depression of like, what the hell do I do now if you're an athlete? And CrossFit came on the market. Spartan Race came on the market. Tough Mudder came on the market. And there's all these independent leagues that came up where people were able to take their talents and be able to challenge themselves. So I ended up going to college for a year and I was like, this sucks. Like, I don't want to study. I just want to work out and like crush people in sports. So by the time I really had figured myself out, um, I dropped out of college, kind of chased modeling a little bit because I thought I looked good with my shirt off. <laughs> and then I realized that that was just stupid and kind of an empty lifestyle. And not to say that fashion's lame. You know, it's lame for me, but some people really love it. Um, but then all of a sudden I discovered Spartan Race. I discovered Tough Mudder. I discovered CrossFit. And it was this kind of thing where it's like, I could be a personal trainer and teach other people how to get in shape or I could just get myself in crazy good shape and crush other people. And <laughs> You know, in the beginning, I think it's the kind of the identity crisis of being a young man in the world and like stepping into it and like, who am I? Like, what do I do? And like, how can I prove to everybody I'm awesome? Uh, so at first it was kind of an ego thing. And then all of a sudden it became a career. Like really, I remember telling my parents that I was going to do this and they were so pissed. Like, they're like, <laughs> you can imagine. All my, yeah, all my brothers, they got, you know, multiple degrees, lawyers, doctors, and I'm the guy who dropped out one year into college and was now going to become a professional mud runner, which at the time really, literally meant nothing. Like there was no, <laughs> I was literally like, uh, there was nothing behind it. It was kind of this perfect tidal wave, which I caught and surfed to the beach because there wasn't really a sport at the time when I first stepped into it. And now let's say we did, we started in 2011 and now we're in 2020. I've been able to travel the entire world uh, doing international circuits and being on television all the, every year and uh, competing against athletes that are, you know, put me up against the Sports Illustrated top fifty fittest athletes in the world, and Holy it's it's shit. been awesome. So that's amazing. It wasn't that's meant to awesome. be like a, a big bragging, right? But just to explain to people, uh, that's my background, and now I'm uh, shooting the shit with you guys on a sports podcast. So it gives me cool opportunities like this too. Exactly. So so out of all those championships that Jason just named, which one are you most proud of? Um, you know, honestly, it's probably this, the least well-known of all of them, but Broken Skull Ranch, uh, hosted by Steve Austin, uh, it's kind of like, it was really in the, uh, listen, you guys are from Florida, so take this as lightly as possible, but <laughs> it, it was, it was on, um, it was in the redneck market, basically. It was, uh, country, country music television. And, and let me tell you, if I fly anywhere, like between, New Mexico and Florida, like, you know, in the Southern part of the country, if I fly through an airport and I like, get out of, like, and start walking to uh, the next gate, people will stop me. Like I'm a God down there. No shit. That's crazy. <laughs> Here in California and like in New York city where I'm from, people don't know about it uh, because it's just like a totally different market. Yeah. And the sport was so insanely hard. It was you know, UFC fighters in it. It was, you know, college football players, pro football players, uh, just like the biggest beasts in the United States who had kind of ended their career in professional athlete, uh, athleticism and were now looking for some fun things to do on reality television. And I had to train myself over three years to basically 
be able to fight against guys who fought professionally and be able to run against guys who ran professionally and be able to lift weights against guys who competed in strongman professionally. So it was like a really dynamic, extreme sport. And it was all filmed outside of Los Angeles in the, in the Valley in like 110 to 120 Oof. degree weather over the summer. Oof. So it was yeah. a gnarly thing. It was just like Mad Max beyond the Thunderdome. Like it was a crazy se- setting. It was very bare bones, very rustic. And like, it was, it was a dream come true because it was like summer camp with all the toughest dudes you'd ever met. I got to know. Uh, let me, I mean, I wish I could break glass in the background. What, what is he like? What is stone cold Steve Austin? What's he like? <laughs> He's exactly what you'd imagine. Like everything you saw in WWE is him Whoa. in real life. I mean, That's it, awesome. <laughs> and he, he has this like completely, uh, this piercing stare. His muscles are massive. Um, he's, he's got away like 250. 40 to 250 pounds still just solid solid muscle like he doesn't have any fat on him he's just tight as a drum and the guy is super stoic and he's super he's actually more calm than you'd imagine and he's super like kind but at the same time you understand like if you just said one wrong word that he'd grab your arm and twist it off your body like he has that kind of intensity about him but he's at the same time he's very encouraging the first whole day that i was competing there which was Basically, if you didn't make it, then you're you're kicked off the ranch and they don't talk to you again. He didn't say a word to me until the very end of the day and I had won all the brackets. And he was like, I'm proud of you. And wow. it just like meant the word, <laughs> meant the world to me. And I was like, oh my God. If he, if he, he ever told something. me he was proud of me, it'd be like, you know, my father telling me, I'd be like, oh my God, thanks, Dad. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those kind of moments. So uh, pretty cool. I'm bummed that the show ended, but at the same time to end uh, on top was a Let's big, go. big accomplishment. So, you know, on to the next yeah. thing. I, uh, I was the redneck that watched the first season and I had no idea that was you until you just brought that up. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> right. I'm dude? blown away. Pretty How was that hill? The, was the hill the last thing uh, on that event? Like that you had to do? Yeah. It's called hell hill. And, uh, I would, it comes, you go up a hundred feet, it's a hundred feet of like travel and a hundred feet of climbing. So it's like the most extreme amount of distance you could like basically cover on your feet without having to go up a ladder. And by the time uh, you come back down, you get to the bottom of the hill and you have to climb a 25 foot tall rope. And I always called it whiskey legs because people would run up with tons of speed. And by the time they came back down, they looked like they had <laughs> drank a whole bottle of whiskey. So yeah, that was ex- extreme. That was like that was my superpower because I was able to get up that faster than everybody else. I also else. noticed that like no one knew how to climb a rope properly. They were going all shoulders, no legs, and I was like, "She's gonna die. He's gonna die. He's gonna die." And then like you jump up and you're actually using legs. So uh, I was gonna say, basically, I think so many people got to that thing so tired that they had literally no brain cells left. And um, the last season I was there, I watched three guys get hospitalized trying to climb that rope. One of them Shit. climbed it, hit the bell, and then passed out and had like a um, cardiac shock basically at, at the bottom. Another guy passed out at the top of the rope and fell all the way to his back. And then another guy, I don't even think, got on the rope and just passed out. That's like so, maxing out, man. Yeah, that rope killed a lot of people. Oh, yeah, dude. Great sport. Honestly, I, I hope it comes back. <laughs> um, on that note, you didn't sell me. <laughs> so you like, I mean, it sounds like it's an obvious uh, question, but this is your full-time job. Like you're not doing anything else. No full-time job. The The only responsibilities I have is to my sponsors and I'll basically meet with them once or twice a year and plan out a couple of things that we'll do throughout the year and we'll do some filming. And I really like the camera side of things and like getting people motivated and making cool content. But for the most part, it's 
five hours of training every single day, building up to an event. And then, you know, after that, you chug a bunch of beer and then you're on to the next thing. Gotcha. Oh, my next question. A lot of people, if they don't know who, like who you are or what you look like, I got to ask, um, is it a perm? Woo! No, dude, this is natural. This is Scotch, Scotch Irish beauty, baby. It's beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> Yeah, I went to a salon today and the woman was like, Oh, do you have the meal? It's good. That's There's awesome. been multiple times I've seen yeah. videos of yours and I, I look at your hair and I'm like, It's a wig. It's got to be a wig. No, that's maybe. No, it looks real. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that's awesome. People are convinced. It's it's just natural. All of us. We we kind of we come from like the place where they film Braveheart. So we have like really thick hair <laughs> and uh, we're wild men. So it, it, it's natural. I feel like a lot of your power is derived in your hair. He's a unicorn. That's why he always uses unicorn emojis and stuff, right? (laughs) Everybody knows that, dude. And Samson, dude, everybody knows when they took away Samson's hair, he lost all of his power. So I learned at a young age. I'm like, I had a mullet in high school and it was the first girlfriend that I ever got. I basically had like a shaved head with like a beaver tail on the back. And I had had braces with like the glow into the dark, like little um, wraparounds that kept the braces in lock. And I looked awful, but I got my first girlfriend. And I swear, if it wasn't for the mullet, she would have been like, ah, this guy sucks. But the fact that I rocked a mullet and was doing what I was doing, I think she was like, that's a real man. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's got some balls, right? Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'd kick my ass if I didn't ask you about uh, CrossFit, since that's kind of what I do and how I discovered you um, in the first way. I guess the second time since I saw you on Steve's Austin show. But uh, last year... Yeah. You got invited to the games. And for anybody that doesn't know about CrossFit um, and the games, it's basically they have the open and 20 people from each country get to go if they're like badass, basically. It's like the 1% of the 1% that get invited to the games. And out of nowhere, you get this wild card to go to the games and compete with all the badasses. And you actually make it to what, the second or third tier? I made it to the second round and I'm, I'm terribly embarrassed that the way I went out was walking on my fucking hands because that's not what athletes do. But <laughs> I honestly will put my hand up and say I should have trained better. But um, I'll, I'll let you ask a question if you had one. My question really honestly was, did you expect to get that far? And how many people actually like how much hate mail did you get from CrossFitters? I expected to get a lot farther because, you know, I watched the CrossFit games. I'm sure if you're a fan and you you knew about me going to the games, you probably watched some of the documentaries and you knew about the events that were for the, for the preceding years. So you knew that it's like a very it's a very well balanced event where there's extreme strength, extreme calisthenics, and then there's extreme feats of endurance. When it comes to extreme feats of endurance, I'm pretty much the best guy in the world at, at like my size when it comes to like running and then like pushing a big weight and then doing like continually testing strength endurance that's what i compete in so i assumed i was like if i just get the right events i'm just going to keep on chipping away and be able to get some really good scores and at least show what i'm made of that's all i cared about i didn't i wasn't claiming i was going to win the crossfit games but with the new way that they established the sport there was the there was the uh basically the cuts so if you weren't top 50% in every single workout in the first handful of workouts at least you're done so I think I took like 35th or something like that in the first workout of 150 people. That was good. And then all of a sudden, I got like 70th or out of 75 people in the second cut because I didn't know how to walk on my hands. And uh, that's my own fault. Come on, man. That's that's real important in (laughs) life, all right? So I know. I know. Here's the thing. I ended up actually practicing walking on my hands a lot. The one thing that I'm I'm a total like student of sport and I feel so stupid that I didn't 
train like I, I I should have studied the sport instead of trained for the sport. You know what I mean? Right. And one thing that I didn't realize, and it'd be like any athlete, there's a huge difference in tennis between the clay court right. and the grass court mm. and then the, the cement court. So what I realized when I got to the games is lifting weights on turf and then walking on your hands on turf is totally different from being in the gym and walking on like a hardwood floor or cement floor. Uh. And I didn't, I didn't think about that at all. I was like, all right, I need to snatch. I need to do handstand pushups. I need to do muscle ups. I need to do box jumps. I never thought like, Hey Hunter, go to the football field and do all that for one day a week just to practice the feeling. Cause most of the CrossFit games are on turf. Mm. So my first year competing in it, that was something that if I like could, write a book and tell everybody some, some shortcuts. If they were going to do the same thing, that'd be like chapter one, like go outside and practice exactly on the surroundings that you'll compete in. So, uh, I got cut early, obviously, and I completely respect all the athletes that beat me because they trained and they succeeded. But, uh, if I could go back, like there's some things I would fucking change. Yeah. The, the fact that you finished, I think that year, like top 1000 or around 1000 in the world, and you're not technically a CrossFitter is pretty fucking crazy, man. Well, it's, it's fun. I mean, I've always trained CrossFit, but I don't train CrossFit like a CrossFitter would. Like I, I'm the guy who's like, I'll do kettlebell swings and pull-ups, but I'm, I'm not going to snatch 225 pounds and then do ring muscle-ups for repetition. Cause that's just, that's the extreme of the sport. Um, I know what all this means. (laughs) Yes. Oh, well, listen, uh, I would love to tell you, but it's, it's one of the kind of things where unless you are an absolute, absolutely obsessed with it, it's the, it's the most random way of getting in shape that there's, you could probably pull off. <laughs> That's actually a really good way um, to explain that. I'm sure that helps <laughs> out though, because you know, your body yeah. doesn't get used to the same shit every single day, you know? It, dude, it made me bulletproof. I just came back to running and I haven't lost in a single event in the past six months. And I haven't, I didn't run for the past two years to basically get my Damn. head right and get ready for CrossFit. And I think just my body being put under a new level of stress and like being able to have to re like refigure the way my brain works and my level of focus and commitment to a sport um, completely heightened every other skill that I had ever, ever, ever trained before. So it was a superpower. And, uh, honestly, like I, I could say if I could do it over again, um, there's a couple things I changed, but it's definitely helped me for my future career. How do you, how good do you think you'd do, uh, if you, if you did it over again? Um, I definitely end up top 20. Uh, I think just all I needed to do is get through a couple of those things. Then it probably takes another year to get top 10. Then it probably takes another year to get top five, if that's a possibility, um, but in, in reality, uh, I will leave that sport to them. Like I, you're good, I, huh? Yeah, I'm good, dude. I ended up actually doing a lot of damage to my body, and Ooh. oh shit, not not in the way that I had to have knee surgery or anything like that. But I just, dude, I have to go to the chiropractor all the time, to get my back adjusted now, and I never had to do that before CrossFit. And I'm not trying to say CrossFit's a bad thing; it's it's improved a lot of people's lives. But at the most extreme level of any sport, you're always going to have wear and yeah. tear. The training that you do, they say is like not you. There's no way that you can keep that up. It's not healthy for the body. But the like the thing that people do like in class, like that's kind of that's fair. That's that's not really going to destroy you as long as you're not an asshole in the gym. But yeah, the, the stuff that totally. you guys do to train, I see like people that are trying to go to the games at my gym, and I'm like, and they work out four or five, six hours a day. I can't imagine what you guys are doing that are that actually either made it or like winning all of these championships. Well, one, it's genetics, and two, it's how you apply your genetics, and uh, three is how well your body is able to cope with the insanity that you're going to put it through. 
So those are the three factors I think that any sport's going to run into. Um, there's nobody who just is born into being a, an NFL football player or any major sport. And then there's the Tom Brady's that have used their genetics, used their training, and then have been the person who's been able to you know, fight the tides of time by being really, really smart. And um, I'm just like, I, I, as I realize it now, it's, it's not worth it. There's other things I could do with my time. And I, I wish that I... Uh, took my one opportunity a little bit more seriously, but at the same time, it was a cool experience. And I know you're saying the hate mail stuff. There's a ton of fucking assholes. I and- that's <laughs> why I was rooting for you because I was like, CrossFitters get called cult culty, right? Like we have this cultish like kind of feel to it. Yeah. And then when they attack an outsider like that, I'm like, dude, you guys aren't making us look any better doing this. <laughs> like, what the hell? And I was like, now when you went in, I was my my wife and I we root for two people or three people. Velner, Fakowski, and you. I was like, I, if one of those three win, I'll be happy with my life. It was over the it was over the top bizarre to have like a whole tribe of people in the fitness industry attack me for just doing the sport that they love to do. They're like, how dare you try to come and exercise? <laughs> what do you think you are? You think you're just some kind of hot shot walking in with your tight pants and your shirt off? Like. <laughs> fuck is your problem <laughs> exercising like you you're gonna watch yeah. the sport anyways like root against me or root for me like but don't make like some kind of public statement that i'm sa- satan's best friend right people went fucking nuts and you know what i it, it, admittedly it got to me that so many people could be like I, I totally made me understand the differentiation between people of race and religion and everything like it was the first time i had ever actually had somebody hate me for being something yeah that wasn't them and i just like it was very odd i'd never experienced that before and i was like wow this is fucking heavy and i'm just a human being like i've done really nothing wrong and all i'm trying to do is exercise but it was really like stepping on a lot of people's toes that had taken this stuff too seriously so Honestly, I made way more friends than I did make enemies. And anybody who ever had the guts to say anything online, when I saw them face to face, they'd walk away. And I <laughs> really like every bone in my body wanted to get in a fist fight because I haven't gotten a fist fight in a long time. And it would have been great to knock somebody <laughs> else out who thinks that they can lift heavier than me because, you know, whatever. It's, if that's the way you uh, stack yourself up, there's a lot of other athletes out there that will prove you wrong. And that's what I came in to do. So Nice. You know, I'm happy. I'm before happy. We, before we it. get too far into it, I just want to say uh, I've only been following your Instagram for a little bit. No offense. Uh, Jason just introduced me to you. And so I blame him. Uh, but man, Jason, you fault, make yeah. working out look so fucking totally. fun, man. Like it's inspirational. You get, you're on that house uh, in Thanks, the middle dude. of the hills there. I could work out with you every single day. It looks like good times, man. Honestly, that's exactly what I do. Not to gas you up too much, you know? No, no, dude. Literally, anybody who sends me a message on Instagram, it doesn't matter if you're like a total schmo or a a total pro. Like, I just say, come on over. Like, I've got literally no holds bar for for anybody to come in. So, whenever somebody says something like that, it's just fuel on the fire of what we're doing is right. So... Honestly, like I have a blast with it. I'm I'm really fortunate in the way that I have this space that I can train at, and I also am really fortunate in the way that people want to reach out and experience that. Because when I got started with sports, the only because it was a totally new vet like uh, experience, like there was no pros, there was no information on it. All I did was just go online and email or reach out to people who are the best people in the world, and I say, "Could you tell me something that like I it would help me along the way, or would you mind if I worked out with you?" 900 times out of like, you know, 800, they would say no or wouldn't even respond. 
But um, occasionally someone would say yes, and it, it changed my life. So that's awesome. You know, anytime you're in the area, dude, come on over. That's awesome. Uh, follow him. Yours is Hunt the Sheriff, right? That's Instagram. Yeah, I got a big sheriff badge tattoo, so it kind of. I saw that. Fits I was gonna ask. I didn't know <laughs> where the sheriff came from, so I thought maybe it was your last name, and I was like, that's badass. The pitchfork on the back. What does that got to do with? Uh, okay, so pitchfork on the back. We'll just get into hot and heavy stories. And <laughs> so when I was in high school, I got arrested a ton of times and I had to go to rehab for a year, like court mandated rehab right out of high school and most pits went to college. And these are like hot and heavy rehabs, not like the like hold your hand and sing kumbaya kind of right. shit. Like these kids were like injecting heroin needles into their penises shit, and uh, like, you know, 15 year old girls that were pregnant and stuff and their family had sent them away because they were disappointed in them. It, it was just like tragic stories. And I was like, honestly, I'm just not this person. Like I fucked up, but I'm not yeah. this person. And the only thing that had ever given me like hope and like want like a direction that I only direction I ever wanted to pursue in life after high school, which I hated to begin with because who the fuck wants to study next to all your best friends? You just want to hang out and party. Um, I honestly, the only thing that ever clicked with me is when the Navy SEAL, Navy recruiters would come in and be like, hey, like you should be a Navy SEAL. Like it's a good fit for you. And I was like, okay, like that makes sense. Like it's a bunch of guys marching around in the mountains with guns and doing badass shit, jumping out of planes. So I just made a promise to myself. I was like, I'm going to become a Navy SEAL. And I tattooed it on my back. I was like, this is a dedicated promise. Like you can't fucking hide from it. It's a humongous trident on your back. And that shit, it's gotten me a lot of trouble since. Like Navy SEALs are like, you don't deserve that tattoo, boy. But in reality, like I, as soon as I got out of rehab, I spent one year in college and then I signed up for the Navy and I was in it for two days. And then they kicked me out because they find, found out about my record and everything. But um you know, it was well, my nothing you could do about that. No, and it, you know, honestly, my record was harmless. Like I wasn't a bank robber. Like I, I like pulled a fire alarm during SATs, and I like you know stole something for a senior prank. Like yeah. I, it was kid shit. But the military doesn't uh, take kindly to that. But in all honesty, this tattoo on my back, even though it didn't really represent anything, uh, in it's like in its fullness, but it was a humongous kind of beacon of light for me when I was going through those rehabs. Cause if I didn't have it on my back, I probably would have fucked up way more. Damn. I would have, would have never guessed that's the story. I would. I, nope. nope. So that's awesome. Damn. Yeah. If you, if you ever want to be inspired, just go to a tattoo parlor and carve something into your back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. That's awesome. So uh, before yeah. we uh, jump into the bracket, which you've already said, you have a couple things to say about it. Do you have any events coming up that's around like the United States or anything coming up soon that you're, you'll be at? Um, the world series of fitness is another event that's kind of like trying to come up and brush up against CrossFit's identity is, uh, called high rocks. It's an international event. I'll compete in Dallas there, uh, in two weeks. And then past that, I go to Dubai for the government games, which is a big competition where the government puts on this like extreme multiple day obstacle challenge where the government competes in it. And then they bring pros in to have the pros go too. So that will be a crazy experience in the desert. Wait, wait. Um, Dubai, though, I thought the air quality there was like shit. I have no clue, and I won't speak on behalf of it because I don't know what they're going to do to me when <laughs> okay. I get over there. <laughs> like, we listened to cup to cup, and we heard what you had to say about our air quality, boy. <laughs> We're taking that mullet off. <laughs> yeah. God, no. so, yeah. Um, and then after that, I go to Berlin for the world championship in High Rocks, which I'll fucking crush. That's Let's awesome. Go. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Man, 
I wish good. I wish I walked into a gym like with that much uh, confidence. Like I, like that's badass, dude. I gotta give it. I gotta give it to you on that. Yeah, I agree. Honestly, it was incremental. It was like building an anthill. It, only, it was grain by grain. Eventually, it looked like a mountain. But uh, it, honestly, thank you very much. It took a while, but I appreciate it when people recognize it. Yeah, it's, it's kick-ass. Um, and on that note, just be gentle uh, before I start this uh, bracket because you've already, you've already preferenced that you're a little pissed off of our, uh, of our choices so far. <laughs> honestly i'm not pissed off i just have opinions that are more right than okay. yours Ooh, that sounds go. like chase oh. <laughs> <laughs> some heat. we've ranked them there's over 50 cereals i uh, voted dozens times we're at the lead eight the second matchup um it's about that time guys it's bracket time baby get excited All right, boys, the bracket is now sponsored by the Crunch Cup. No spoon, no bowl. It's cereal on the go. Simply add cereal and milk into the two sections of the cup. Screw on the lid. The milk and cereal do not meet until it's in your mouth. Eat cereal in the car, at your desk, or anywhere else you want. Visit thecrunchcup.com and use our code CUPTOCUPSHOW10 for a discount. All right, guys. As always, the votes are based on overall taste, cereal milk taste, and taste without milk. The matchup tonight will be Lucky Charms versus Apple Jacks, a number two seed versus a number seven seed. Before we jump into that, I want to hear about the two cents that you have on the bracket, Hunter. Well, I mean, listen, I think what you guys are doing is awesome because it brings a little bit of opportunity for me as a gigantic food eater to have a little bit more opinions about what I eat. Cause now, like as soon as I started listening to your guys' podcast, I started to go into my cereal drawer and I was like, man, like if I had to really pick one of these things, what would I say? Mm-hmm. What would I have to mm-hmm. pick? And what would I, what would I actually have to stand by if I had to be in argument with other people? Cause not enough people argue about cereal in this, in these days. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> facts, facts. I like how some grown-ass men are bringing some important subjects to the table. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. This is the most, the most important subject. Yes. Honestly, mm. can I bring up another cereal that's not being brought up tonight? Yep. Yes, Absolutely. please. Yes. What the fuck? Why haven't I heard about Honey Nut Cheerios at all? They're, they're, they're still alive. They're there, yeah. Yeah, they're still alive. Uh, we, we just haven't got to their, uh, their matchup uh, in the Elite Eight yet, but they're definitely still yeah, there. I'm just going to put this down there. If you if you have to pick something for its success rate, it's how well could you feed a child with it, and what's the number one cereal that's being fed to children? Like you ever seen like that little that little plastic thing, and they keep like dried Cheerios in it? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's Honey Nut Cheerios, dude, because the kids are always going to eat it no matter what, whether there's milk on it or no milk on it. But if you put like Apple Jacks in there, they might have a fit because they get tired like halfway through, or maybe even Lucky Charms. Yeah, and Apple Jacks is shit. So, I mean, you know, <laughs> my kids wouldn't eat that shit. I'll tell you that. It's a dog crap brand. Yeah. Would you say Honey Nut Cheerios is your number one on this bracket? Dude, it's got to be. Okay. It's got to be. That, that and Honey Bunches of Oats, but I don't think many people would even put Honey Bunches of Oats on the uh, on the bracket. I don't know if it is on there. Oh, De- Definitely uh, definitely in my top five for sure. Uh, oh. It was ranked number 17th, and it was uh, beat out by Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It made it to the Sweet yeah. 16. Sweet 16. I like that. I like go, that man. a lot. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So, I'll let you guys have your opinions. Let's hear it. All right. Number two versus number seven. Uh, we'll go over each category one by one, make it easier that way. So let's start with just uh, cereal milk taste, if you remember it, Hunter. Uh, what's your take on the cereal milk for Apple Jacks versus Lucky Charms? 
I distinctly remember as a kid that after Apple Jacks that it had that kind of fruity, exciting taste with the milk. So I would definitely say that Apple Jacks has taken the milk category. Um, uh, Lucky Charms, not so much. It would get dyed because of the marshmallows, but it didn't have any new distinct taste. It was still milk. Okay. That's fair. Just a thought. Chase, what about you, buddy? Neither one of these does much for me for cereal milk taste. Uh, again, it it takes like it takes a really like you've got a you've got a pop, man. I need some pop. Uh, otherwise, I'm like, eh, it's milk with like a hint of this or a hint of that, uh, and that's what these two are to me. But I'm gonna give it to Lucky Charms. I think the marshmallow flavor adds just a little bit. Uh, I'm just not. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Neither pops. Neither pops. What about you, Kev? Uh, for cereal milk, it's easy. It's Lucky Charms. Apple Jacks, most upsetting cereal milk in probably the whole bracket. I mean, you think that it's got... I mean, you think that you're going to get a little bit of something. You get absolutely fucking nothing. That's what you get. Uh, you get milk. If you want milk, <laughs> get some Apple Jacks. If you want something with a little bit of flavor, maybe some of those melted little marshmallows uh, taste. Uh, you might get a little bit of that with Lucky Charms. So again, the marshmallows are not melting in milk. I just want to make that it's science. It, yeah, yeah, they're melting. You they call melt. it what All you right. will. Yeah, it's integrating, if you will. I'm in agreement with uh, Hunter. Uh, I, I go with Apple Jacks, uh, but you guys, oh, you guys, see, you guys see this coming. Yeah, Hunter, that's not good for you when Jason agrees with you because yeah, he's always wrong. Uh, so. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Taste without milk, uh, Hunter. So this is tough. Would you even eat Lucky Charms if there weren't charms in them? So that's something you got to ask yourself because nobody ends up eating those little shitty little gray things that are in there next <laughs> to the Lucky Charms. So it's like, honestly, you're just eating charms. So if you exclude all that stuff, because I think they definitely did make a bag of charms at one point. Like that was a big like, they did. yeah. So you got to think, yeah, I would crush a bag of charms. I'd probably get really sick to my stomach, but I'd crush a bag of charms. So <laughs> I'm just going to throw it out there, dude. Apple Jacks. I've eaten a lot of dry boxes of Apple Jacks. So, Apple Jacks. All right. Uh, I'm going to make it easier on you guys. It's Apple Jacks, obviously. Chase? Oh. Yeah. I mean, you said if you, like, exclude the charms. Who the fuck's excluding the charms? Exactly, Chase. Yeah. I mean, that's a big if. If you exclude the most delicious part of the cereal, then, yeah, it's it's not very good. But the fucking charms are amazing. But that's it. You're not eating the luck. I guarantee it. You're just picking those little <laughs> charms out. Now, I'll reach in and I'll be like, yeah, luck, luck, charm. Let's go, baby. Like, I'll eat it all. But, yeah, I'm eating it for the fucking marshmallows, 100%. <laughs> Gosh, I mean, listen, you bring a good point, but uh, it's- <laughs> yeah, the best part about the, that Lucky Charms is that you get that you get that uh, little, you know, not marshmallows, and then you get that fucking surprise marshmallow. You're like, mm. I did not expect that. Boom! Yeah. This is fucking amazing. And mm-hmm. you know, if, if you're popping that without cereal, it doesn't matter. Apple Jacks, you pop it without without the milk. I mean, without the milk, not without cereal. <laughs> if you pop it, that don't make any sense. If you pop Apple Jacks without the milk, I mean, you're just getting fucking plain Jane Apple Jacks. I mean, it's okay. There's some flavor. There's some flavor, Mm -hmm. but it don't taste like apples. I guarantee if I locked you in solitary confinement for like 10 years and gave you infinite amounts of Lucky Charms, infinite amounts of Apple Jacks, you'd end up becoming an Apple Jack. Nope. Lucky Charms every time. (laughs) Bro, we're, we're in the Elite Eight. I want my cereal to pop. 
And outside of milk, outside of milk, Apple Jacks is okay. Lucky Charms fucking pops. Shut the f- what do you mean by pop? What the hell does that even mean? It pops, bro. It oh, pops. All right, man. You can keep saying it. It, pops, it doesn't make man. any sense. That's all, yeah. all right. That's all you need it to pops. know. All right. So pretty much the most important category, overall taste, milk, the cereal, spoon, the bowl. Hunter, what is it? I mean, listen, if it was like on my deathbed, it'd be Lucky Charms. But if it's, if it's, yeah, if, if it's day to day, it's Apple Jacks. So I don't know. I don't know how to. Stand what up. are you, a politician here? Give us no, a fucking no, no, answer. I'm, I'm, gonna have, I, I, I literally, I'm gonna have to pick. I'm gonna have to pick in the end. Lucky Charms. If it was just two bowls sitting in front of me right now. There you go. All right, Chase. The man is spoken. Chase, give it to me. Jason, I have one question for you. Which cereal pops? Apple Jacks. We've talked about it. It's fucking Lucky Charms. It's Lucky Charms. It's easily Lucky Charms. It's not even close. Whatever, man. Whatever. All right, Kev, come on. Give your rant. Let's hear it. Let me just say, uh, yesterday, uh, I filled my Crunch Cup uh, up with mm, uh, some Lucky it. Charms. Uh, if you guys don't know what Crunch Cup is, go to crunchcup.com, who's sponsoring this bracket right here. You got a little cylinder for the cereal, a little cylinder for the milk. You keep that nice crunch. But also, you know, you get to enjoy the cereal with the milk. I have no clue what you're talking about. Yeah, I dude, it's crazy. Yeah, I found them randomly they're on awesome. Instagram, and they sent us a couple of them, and now they're sponsoring it, uh, the bracket. And, and it's it's an ingenious invention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's ingenious. It takes you a couple times to get used to it, but once you get used to it, it's like you can it's drive, great. run. Okay, I'm not that smart. You guys have already established just that. Took me, <laughs> it, lit- it took me zero times. All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> oh well, I'm seeing it in a fact. I told my I told my wife today. I was like, I don't know why Jason has such a hard time with this thing. This thing is amazing. Uh, but with that being said, it's easy. Lucky Charms, easy. And it's not close. Apple Jacks, how you like them apples, bitch? You're gone. Jesus. <laughs> Intense. I love Intense. it. I love it. Oh, All right. Yes. So as a group, uh, it sounds like Lucky Charms moves on on that ca- category. Touchdown. Versus social media, though. This is where it gets a little interesting. Twitter has Apple Jacks at 75%. Instagram has Apple Jacks at 25%. Damn. And Facebook has Apple Jacks at 38%. And Lucky Charms is moving on as they, as they should. shouldn't. As Absolutely. Soft golf clap for Apple Jacks. They, they, no, hard, hard, hard. hard they clap. get a hard, hard clap? clap. Okay, hard <laughs> clap. They get a hard clap. Hard. I thought with Hunter coming in hot with Apple Jacks, I thought maybe there was going to be this upset. And, and Hunter kind of broke my heart at that. He, no, Hunter realizes who's the best. He just, yes. He's, you know, I just, listen, he's to convince I, himself. You guys are just talking about cereal that I haven't really experienced in a long time. I have my <laughs> memories, but I don't, I don't have this like day-to-day experience. You guys have kids, you know what I mean? You're probably trying to yeah. get them to get them off your back in any way possible. You're like, yeah, "Lucky Charms, whatever you want." I'm, a, I'm still a bachelor, so you know, I'm sticking to honey. I'm sticking to steak, only red meat, and honey nut Cheerios in my house. <laughs> red meat and honey nut Cheerios, love it. That sounds like a good dinner. Actually. Um, right. It's funny you brought that up because uh, I talked about it like two weeks ago. So I, I don't have any kids, but I showed up to Publix uh, grocery store by myself and I'm picking like all the bracket cereals and I'm throwing in a box and everyone's giving me this awkward stare. Like, what the hell is this grown man doing? No kids showing up with buying all this kid cereal. So I, I know exactly what you mean, Hunter. You probably also bought like 12 jars of peanut butter too. Do you guys call it Publix or Publix? <laughs> 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 we call it Publix. I don't know what store you're going to. <laughs> I, I've spent the majority of my life in Florida, down in Miami, 
and I used to work down there. And uh, just every time I went to Publix, it just it felt greasy. So I was, we called it <laughs> we called it pubic. <laughs> I've never heard anyone describe Publix, Publix as in like greasy. Central and North Florida. They're like classy joints now. I don't yeah, you, they're they not are, hanging out yeah. in South Florida. South Florida. South Florida brings a different level of heat that's honestly, I think it's just kind of putting Publix in a weird position. <laughs> I think everything down there is a little greasy, though, to be honest. you know. Trust me. I've woken up in Miami three times with my pants off, and none of those times were there a woman next to me. It was just me naked in public for no reason. Oh my god! Ooh, that's a that's a follow up episode. We'll we'll talk about all the naked times with Hunter. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, next week's matchup is number four Fruit Loops versus number five Frosted Flakes. Uh, that's gonna be, be another tough one. Yeah, be close. Hunter, who do you got, man? Yeah. Just off the top of your memory as a kid. Ah uh, man, Fruit Loops kind of got exhausting. To be totally honest, it just it's something you kind of felt sick after eating too many, but. <laughs> I could literally crush box after box after box of Frosted Flakes. And is, does that have Tony the Tiger on it? Still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yep. Tony yep. the Tiger is pretty Classic. much a staple in every child's life. Like, you know, just this masculine mm-hmm. tiger. He's like, I'm fucking, yeah. I'm fucking ripped and I eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I want to be this. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So definitely Frosted Flakes. Tony the Tiger wins again. <laughs> All right, guys. Coming up next, seven minutes in heaven. Hello ladies and gentlemen, it's almost Valentine's Day and you're in luck because I have a pubic service announcement. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed they have just created the greatest ball trimmer of all time and it was just released just a minute ago, the Lawnmower 3. It's now available for purchase. I've been talking about Manscaped. We've all been talking about Manscaped for a little bit here at Cup to Cup. It's something we all use. We all believe in it. And all of our downstairs are nice and slim and trim. The new 3.0 is new and improved. It's got a battery that'll last you 90 minutes. You can get in there and take your sweet time. It's got an LED light now on the 3.0 so you can see everything you need to see it's got a 7000 rpm motor with quiet stroke technology real quiet so you can be quiet while you do it it's got a charging stand easy for grab and go for those moments when you need it fast you're the first to hear about this you're in luck so make sure that you are getting on to that lawnmower 3.0, especially during Valentine's Day. And we got your hookup. Because if you go on manscaped.com right now, you can get 20% off your first order with free shipping. Use code cup to cup That's right, I said free shipping. You're daggum right, I said 20% off. Use code cup to cup at manscaped.com. And as always, your balls will thank you. All right, boys, seven minutes in heaven.
guys, join me in the closet. It's seven minutes in heaven. Welcome everybody to seven minutes in heaven where we like to talk sports uh, for in or around seven minutes. Don't fucking time us. It might be, it might be like two minutes. It might be 25 minutes, you know, uh, don't worry about the minutes, but Hey, we're going to talk sports for a little bit. So if you don't like it, go ahead and skip forward, but like it, please. Yes. Uh, Hunter. Yeah. You may not be prepared for this, but we do ask one thing, uh, and you're not a big like team sports guy. So, what person or team can go to hell? Like, give me somebody that's fucking you can't stand. What What's the name of that guy who got traded to the Cleveland Browns from the Giants? Who's a really good Odell Beckham Jr. That guy can go fuck himself. He sucks at football. <laughs> Hunter, I'm not gonna have you talking to talking about my boy here, okay? Dude, honestly, he doesn't do anything. He occasionally has a really good catch <laughs> and then doesn't do anything for his fucking team, and then he just he just talks about himself all the time. I don't like he's athletes. A, he's a very talented and very misunderstood wide receiver. I just think he's misunderstood in the way that he's getting paid too much for sucking at life. <laughs> That's my opinion. And if I had to pick a team, fuck. Whoever knocked out the Patriots, because I just got so bummed. I wanted the Patriots to go back. Stop it. Honestly, my my dad's a huge Patriots fan. I don't give a shit about football. I love the Detroit Lions. Uh, But honestly, I just wanted my dad to go to the Super Bowl this year. So I thought it'd be a cool gift. He turned 65. I was like, I'll I'll send you the Super Bowl. But uh, they didn't get to go. So now we got to wait another year. I don't know if they're ever going to go. So I feel bad your dad didn't go. I don't feel bad for the New England Patriots. They've got enough. Nobody needs to feel bad for the New England Patriots. I just <laughs> needed him to pull off a clutch move so I could have like the perfect 65-year-old dad birthday gift. That would have been an epic gift. Yeah, now that I'm like a man and I've kind of come into my own and I can afford some things, I fucked up my parents' bank account so much when I was younger doing stupid shit. So I was like <laughs> trying to pay them back by grandiose gestures. So that was going to be my grandiose gestures. Fuck you, Titans. You suck at football. You didn't even make it to the Super Bowl and you fucked up our chance. <laughs> it's Tom Brady's fault, really. 100% Tom Brady's fault. He should fucking stop eating vegetables and practice TB12 and start throwing pigskins. skins. <laughs> 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 <All right? laughs> say that out loud. <laughs> so, uh, Hunter, you got, you got anything you want to talk to us about? I mean, seven minutes in heaven. This is where we're talking about sports. So what you got, man? Honestly, I'm only sport I'm really obsessed with, and I when I say obsessed, I don't really know stats or anything. I just like yeah. talking about it. Is is either professional fighting or Olympic wrestling? And the Olympics are coming up this year. I don't know if you guys like wrestling. I wrestled for ten years, and also there's like a couple big clutch fights that just happened in the UFC. And there's I think uh, what the fuck's the name of that guy? John's Bone Jones is fighting either this weekend yeah. or next weekend. I think this weekend. Yep. Yeah, so guys, we got some things to talk about. Now that football is over, nobody gives a shit about basketball or baseball in this house. So <laughs> we can start talking about real man sports. So, I mean, uh, coming from a wrestling background, your favorite fighter has to be Khabib, right? I mean, that guy's hands above everybody else when it comes to wrestling. Honestly, I hate that form of UFC fighting. Wow. Yeah, dude. It, I don't like, I don't think it's a very attractive thing to show off just like laying on top of another man. And then oh, definitely not. No. I think there should, like, there's a rules in Olympic wrestling now where if you're not scoring points aggressively, they'll stand you back up. And if you're not shooting, they'll, they'll dock you for points. I that's think a that. good, that's a good system. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I like that. They picked it back up because the, the Olympics was kicked wrestling out for one, um, one cycle and everyone freaked out and they're like, how the hell do we get this sport to be a little bit more exciting for the viewers so we can keep it going? And it was the first Olympic sport ever. 
Also, by the way, did you guys know that the philosopher Plato won the Olympic gold three times in wrestling? Stop it. Wait a second. How are you going to come in and just drop a knowledge bomb like that? I was like, honestly, philosophers, I'm I'm excited about them because sometimes they have cool things to say, but then I see them face to face and I'm like, you're a total pussy. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing the fact that Plato has given us all that dope information and manhandling people on the side, I'm like, that's a fucking man. Dude, that's insane. Yeah, I never knew that. So who's your favorite UFC fighter then? I mean, I, I was wrong with Khabib, apparently. Mm, I mean, dude, I used to really – my favorite UFC fighter of all time had to be Kimbo Slice because – Oh, Kimbo. R.I.P. You guys being from Florida. He's a street fighter, man. Yeah, you're the Miami boy. You had to have watched some old Kimbo Slice videos. Oh, my God. I love that shit. And, you know, Kimbo Slice, R.I.P., God rest. Yeah, rest in peace. That yeah. guy, that guy right right there, I think is the heart and soul of what UFC is. It's just like a fucking brawler, and I, I appreciate the UFC has made our, the sport so much more professional, and people are much more technique based now. But I appreciate uh, like a bare knuckle boxer coming in and throwing down. Yeah, that's kind of like uh, how Cowboy runs things too. I mean, Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, totally. What do you th- What do you think about that fight? Uh, him against Connor. That sucked ass, man. I literally sat at a bar for like what felt like six hours to watch him just get shoulder checked a couple times and then punched in the face. I was like, honestly, man, you do this for a living and I know that that, that sucks and you don't want to hear me bad-mouthing you, but fucking hey, man, you got to stand up for yourself. Like at least punch Connor in the face once. Yeah. I mean, the big the big thing, Stephen A. Smith was talking about how he thinks that Cowboy just kind of quit. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, the uh, sports analyst, and, you know, Joe Rogan gave him shit about that, you know, but I mean, it didn't seem like he quit to me, but he didn't, it didn't seem like he really gave much effort either, to be honest. Maybe he didn't do his best job ever, but at the same time, man, if you like watch and you count the amount of times that Connor hit him, like it was insane. Even if he, he, if he like completely flopped the fight, the amount of times that he got hit with pre- precision is fucking unbelievable. It was crazy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so and, I mean, Connor throws bombs too, man. Yeah, I would say Nate Diaz is probably my favorite active fighter because oh, that guy just I is like Nate Diaz. He's just a tree, and you can hit him as many times as you want, and if he weathers the storm, he'll be the last man standing. Bro. And he doesn't give a fuck about anything. That's yeah. what I love about him too. So, yeah. who would you say is your least favorite of like the big name fighters? Like, who's who's the fighter where you're like, oh, this motherfucker. Honestly, there's a Colby guy, Colby, I cannot remember yeah, his name. Yeah, Colby Covington, yeah. You know what? I like the fact that he's a shit talker and a hot shot, but then he just had a title fight like four to six weeks ago, and he just got his, he didn't even fucking fight that well. He finally met somebody who could fight well. He didn't fight that well, and he got manhandled, and I was like, honestly, if you're going to hold a belt, like you better fight to the fucking death. Like it better go five rounds. Or you better like walk out missing teeth or an eyeball. Mm. It's not worth. I mean, it. I thought I thought him and Usman went at each other pretty good, but I mean, it was embarrassing. Uh, I, I think he's a good fighter, but I think that that that's a fake ass fucking thing he's putting on that that whole. He's trying to be like Conor McGregor, and he's not as good at it. Yeah, I agree with that assessment. Well, well, Conor is great at what he does. Let's be honest, man. The best in the biz. Yeah, he's badass. When you said uh, Olympic wrestling, but I yeah. know nothing about wrestling, who should I be actually rooting for? Because that's the only reason why I get into the Olympics is everyone starts promoting each like sport and our people, and it just gets like really competitive, and that's why it's bad. This this might be the first time in fuck 
like 30 years maybe that the United States has a chance at winning the majority of the Olympic gold medals. Really? First time ever. We got Kyle Schneider. You got Jordan Burroughs. You got Jordan Taylor. You got Kyle Dake. So that's four guys right there. Then you got Jaden Cox. That's five guys right there. Um, Jaden Cox has won like several, uh, came bronze at the last Olympics. And he is a young guy and he won the last world championship. Kyle Schneider, um, he won the Olympic gold and he's won a couple world titles, but he's been, got his ass handed to him a bunch this last year. Um, Jordan, uh, Jordan Taylor has won the world title a couple times, has never been to the Olympics, I don't think. Like, there's just some fucking super solid beasts. And I think there's only like 11 guys in the string that go, or maybe it's either nine or 11 weights that go. So for me, honestly, like when I see, like we always know that America is going to fucking crush swimming. We always know that America is going to crush basketball and track and field's kind of a crapshoot. Um, yeah. But this is the first time, like in another sport, that we may have like a be able to go against the odds. Like, remember when um, Russia or was it Russia that played or that played against like the Miracle on Ice thing? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah it's like almost like that because the likelihood of us winning is pretty slim because Russia is always fucking good. Like all these countries, like Kazakhstan and Cuba, is fucking a monster house. So. If we win, it'd be it'd probably be the greatest sports success the United had has had in Olympic history. Damn! Wow. At least in my in my mind, because we've been getting our ass handed to us for years. I was, I, I, hey, I'm hyped up for the Olympics now. Yeah, that, that's a first time for everything. You should be, dude. Honestly, it, it's it, the sports change in the way it's way more fun to watch, and it's just absolute beasts. So I'm fuck. I can't wait. Let's go. Yeah, jazzed up. So before I jump into uh, this is where we fucked up, where Jose basically bashes uh, us on all the mess ups that we did the previous episode. The thing that you just said about the Olympics and on all that got me thinking, if you could do one sport in the Olympics, what would you do? And we'll, or let me rephrase that one sport that, you know, you'd be good at that you would do. I really, I wrestled for 10 years at a level that was not that serious, like had a lot of talent and didn't focus on it. Cause I cared more about drinking and girls. I really wish I would have pursued that. I think I would have done really well. Like I've got great strength and endurance and I've got good technique. I just didn't take it seriously. Like these kids start at like three to five years old and they don't stop until like they're 40 years old and they just train all day long. And that's what it takes. But I would, I would have sacrificed it to go to the Olympics and potentially win something. That would have been badass. Hell yeah. Other than that, like nobody wants to look like an Olympic runner. Nobody wants to sit in a (laughs) rowboat um, forever. (laughs) Unless I was a decathlete, like I was a really good thrower and I'm a good runner, a decathlete would have been the only other option. That would have been a really fun yeah. sport to train for. Yeah. That's what I would have picked for you, the decathlete. I mean. That was yeah. an easy answer, though. Yeah. I'm done gassing you up for the night. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, so this time you just sit back, listen to all the fuck-ups we did the last episode, man. Um, I'm and down. I'll have Jose take it from there. What is up, my people? It is time once again for another edition of This Is Where We Fucked Up. The weekly segment on the podcast where I call out the mistakes of the previous week. And oh boy, were there mistakes in 62. So let's dive right in. This is where we fucked up in episode 62. Kevin, you fucked up when you said that you would tell your wife to take her $3 to, and go to the 7-Eleven and buy you lottery tickets. Because boy, if you talk to her like that... She would probably roundhouse kick you right in the face, throw the $3 at you, and then tell you to get your ass up to the 7-Eleven by her damn lottery ticket. 
Might be right. Jason fucked up by bringing up this whole orgasm feather video thing that he just so happened to stumble upon on the podcast and then being very adamant about bringing it up over and over again. So now we all know that Jason is into some freaky shit and was probably dropping some hints. Good for you, Emily. We knew before. Kevin, this one's from Seven Minutes in Heaven. Eric Berry doesn't play for the Chiefs. He was released prior to 2019. Uh, That's when they signed Tyron Matthew. Yeah, honey bad. Uh, the mayor Adamson, the guest for Seven Minutes in Heaven. The XFL obviously didn't premiere prior to episode 62's air date because you're a dumb idiot that has no concept of time. Wow, damn! I want to thank Mayor Adamson for sending me those two fuck ups. He actually called himself out, and these are his words: "You big dumb idiot." Okay. Finally, Jason. You went on this rant about how Billie Eilish probably only won her Grammys because she became so popular close to the actual awards date. But her hit song, Bad Guy, which propelled her to the top of the charts at the age of 17, was released on March 29, 2019, and then debuted on the top 100 charts at number 7 later the week of April 13th. Her album, which won Album of the Year, Man, When We All Fall Asleep, do, Where Do We Go?, was released on March 2019th. By comparison, fellow nominees in the Album of the Year category, Lizzo's Cause I Love You came out in April of 2019, and Lana Del Rey's Norman fucking Rockwell came out (laughs) in August of 2019. So I'm not sure that the theory works, but none of that matters because Ariana Grande should have won Album of the Year and everybody knows it. Thank you, next. Oh my! That's God. it for this week. If I miss anything, hit me up on Twitter at hip underscore hip fourteen. And until next week, peace. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Is it Ariana Bro. or Ariana? I'll never. Know. I always say Ariana. I don't know, man. This has got to be like a record. The only time I haven't been called out for fucking up ever. It happens. There Touché. are plenty. That's fucked up bro. Right there, bro i was just waiting i'm like where's the fuck i know i fucked up so he missed a lot oh he missed a lot he missed a lot so he'll get a he'll get a makeup for uh, this uh, he doesn't have to he doesn't have to no let's just can i have this win sure sure all right uh fill in the blank it's pretty much self-explanatory it's time for fill in the blank three blanks one answer two guys wait one answer there's two of us why is there only one answer? Who's answering? Uh, I don't get it. Ah, fuck it. All right, boys. I want to make Hunter go first this time. Blank is the most annoying exercise to do. Most annoying? Like physical exercise? Like working out? Yeah. And most annoying. Not like hard, but just kind of like this This is annoying as hell. You're like, you're like, I know I need to do it, but fuck, this is annoying, man. Oh, dude, I just think air squats are so fucking stupid. Anytime <laughs> I go to a workout and they make me just like stand up and down and then you watch other people doing it where they're basically just like bending their chest over and sticking their butt out like no one does them right first of all and they're not going to do anything for you i just think they're stupid so if i ever go to a fitness class and they're like we're going to do air squats i'm like oh shoot i've got the flu i gotta go right now <laughs> yeah. go wash my hair Mine's different, but for the exact same reason, uh, burpees. Uh, for a guy that's 6'3", for me to go to the ground, put my chest to the ground, and then stand back up, and then jump, and then just do that over and over again, it just sucks. It's just annoying. Kevin? Yeah, I mean, for me, it's 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 basically any sort of cardio. Sorry, Hunter. I know you like your cardio, man. 
but burpees is, was definitely one of the examples I was going to use. Uh, I mean, I used to enjoy the like the competitiveness of running. Like back when I was training uh, for that half marathon and stuff, we used to we all ran together. But hey, not anymore, man. Like I don't want to do any more cardio. I'm good. Do you just pump iron and tank tops all day long instead? <laughs> man, I, I really feel like I want to. Uh, I need some inspiration <laughs> on your side, please. <laughs> right. Besides just my gut compared to your gut, you know, that's inspiration <laughs> enough. I'll like. just send over some female bodybuilder posters and you just got to put them up all around your house and realize, you know, just hey, shame your body. Love it. <laughs> that's what I need, man. That's what I need. Yeah. Just some good body shaming. Like, I like it. This man yeah. can run 16 miles. What about you, fat ass? <laughs> Get your shit together. All right. Uh, what about you, Chess? It's fucking everything. Everything is the most annoying exercise. It all fucking sucks. Everything. Uh, do you not work out at all? Yeah, no, no, no. So I'll give you a, a quick uh, brief summary of chase every time he comes to see me i have to do something in the morning like it, it can be something for an hour 30 minutes i just got to keep moving and he knows if he comes to my house for the weekend and he stays in my house he does something i made him do something very minor and this man acted like he broke his back for the whole weekend Or, wait, wait, or, uh, Hunter, I told him, hey, man, you probably should warm up, do some stretches. He's like, no, let's just fucking do this. Let's just do it. I want to get over with. I'm like, maybe, uh, okay. You like the old man in the movie Ch- uh, in Charlie's Chocolate Factory who lays in bed all yep, day long? That's it. Is that you? <laughs> yep, that's going to be him. That's going to be him. It's, it's me now. I used to be in shape. Not, not like workout shape, but like running shape. I used to yeah. run a lot. Yeah. Can I also say this is back-to-back episodes that that movie has been referenced? I just want to throw that out there. Oh, to be watched. Yeah. Needs to be watched. All right. Blank is the most innocent word that still sounds dirty or sexy when you say it. So many. Chase, go. Go first. Oh, perfect. Uh, uvula. What? What word? Uvula. Have you ever said that in a sentence? So, funny story. Uh, I was in the car with Mary and I think there's one or two other girls in the car. And like one of them was talking about like her uvula. And I was like, oh, man, why am I the only guy in here? And then they were all just like, you know, the uvula is like not sexual at all. Like it's it's in your throat. Right. You fucking idiot. Oh, shit. I mean, that story alone should tell you that I'm a I'm a pretty tender lover, obviously. No, that doesn't tell me that at all. Oh, oh, okay. It tells me I'm a pervert, and that's all I think about. <laughs> uh, what about you, Hunter? I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, I never really thought about this. Um, I guess weenus has got to be the weirdest mm. one. <laughs> it's it's a good one. Elbow, but it sounds like penis. Definitely, definitely a good one. Okay. Mm. The first one that comes to my mind every time is moist. Yeah, like yeah, moist. that's that's my go-to. Moist. That's the first way I ever described a vagina. I I had. <laughs> I don't know what your listeners are like, so I hope I'm not offending anybody. But they're, <laughs> no, they're wide fine. open. They're wide open, man. I had listen. The first time I ever had fingered a girl, I fingered two girls at the same time, and <laughs> I was, it was a big day for me. And honestly, <laughs> I went to summer camp uh, following that, and I was telling the counselors, "Look, yeah, yeah, I fooled around with some girls." They're like, yeah, fucking right. And I was like, no, I put my hands down there. Like, what did it feel like? And I was like, 
moist? <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit, you know what you're talking Damn, about. you really did do it. <laughs> so that was a big day. That was um, a good day. Good day, man. Awesome, man. That was awesome. <laughs> what about you, Kev? Uh, the most innocent word that sounds dirty to me is squirt. Oh, all right. I'll give you that <laughs> one. <laughs> that might be worse than uh, moist. I mean, like, you know, you can't talk to little kids about, like, squirt guns without being like, (laughs) 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 you know what I mean? Like, like, you know, just a a little bit of juice just squirted out of that orange. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's the way you say it, bro. That's I think that's what it is. It's 100 percent the way you say it. Oh, man. I'll make Hunter uh, go on this uh, just because I'm kind of curious. Blink is the minimum amount of sleep I need to be able to go hard all day. How many hours, Hunter? I'm like a five, five kind of guy. Five? Is that a normal day? I get six to eight hours of sleep every single day, and then I get like an hour nap. But like, honestly, I'm the kind of person who could fucking hammer on five hours of sleep. Good for you. Yeah. I'm right at six. Anything after that, I start like winding down bad. Yeah. Okay. Kevin, the dad. Yeah. I mean, you guys know me. I'm a night owl. Uh, Three. I could I could do three. Jesus, no. Uh, obviously, I prefer more than that. But you give me some caffeine throughout the day. I can go ham sandwich all day long on three. I know Hunter does. Hunter, I know you don't do the coffee, but uh, I need some coffee in my life. Uh, but obviously, at the end of this day, I mean, I'm crashing, bro. If if I got three hours, I can go hard ham sandwich all day, but I'm crashing afterwards. Okay, Fudge, dude, that's intense. Yeah, I've seen it. I mean, the man the man does it. I don't know how you do it. Uh, and you choose to do it. It's not like you're forced to do it sometimes. Sometimes you're like, I'm going to stay Most up till three, but I know. you choose to do it. You're like, I know I got to wake up at six, but I'm going to be up till three anyway. So, Fucking ridiculous. Uh, I never want my day to end. Uh, I don't know how to explain <laughs> it. Uh, I just, I I don't want the next day to happen. I, that sounds demonic. But. No, dude. I So, I remember a long time ago, I heard a quote that was... Uh, you spend a third of your life asleep. And so that's that's so much wasted time in life. Well, I mean, but you need sleep though. I understand. Exactly. Exactly. Well, most people do. Apparently you fucking don't. But. Yeah. All right, Chase, the new dad, how much hours uh do you need? Again, this is why I ordered it to go hard all day. I've I have trotted through days with, you know, three, four hours of sleep. But if I'm actually gonna be a productive member of the world, I need six. Six. Six? Yes. Okay. Six. Yes. Like, all right. So the past two nights I've had six plus and I feel like a fucking million dollars, bro. <laughs> so six hours is like that's like max for me, man. Yeah. I mean, that's my goal every day. Uh, I don't know how you guys have time, but I, uh, but I guess that's what you guys do for a living, but to get the hour nap, I heard that's like game changer. The hour nap is a, my grandfather taught me that. And like, it's a superpower. (laughs) If you guys can sneak it in there, you should nail it. I'm such a shitty napper, bro. Like my naps turn into like sleep. And if, if it's not sleep, then I wake up and I'm fucking done. You got to wake up, practice some air karate, just kind of do some air, (laughs) chuck a chop, something like that, and then just wake yourself up. And one of you guys all hopped up on coffee, just borrow some of his. (laughs) What are you doing for caffeine, Hunter? I need to know, man. I did yerba mate today. I always do yerba mate. Um, I don't know what that is. (laughs) And it's it's like, it's some kind of um, Ecuadorian leaf, I think. And it's, 
it, it honestly, you would never know that you had caffeine, which is nice, but it feels like at the same time, it's like almost like a magic carpet lifted you up rather than like you getting fucking jacked in the air yeah. like a jackhammer. It's something that's a lot more subtle, but at the same time, definitely works. Like if I put one bag in, which I did right before you guys, because I just ate a ton of food, I feel like a million bucks. If I woke up in the morning and I, I just popped two of those things in, I'm I'm cracked out and like I'm good. I can go work out without any food. And I feel like a million bucks. And this is something that's obviously a little more natural than what I'm doing, huh? Honestly, I just like coffee just feels weird. Only kind of coffee I'll drink is that nitro brew type shit. Okay. Yeah, I mean I drink cold brew, so I mean it's not that far off. Yeah, it's it's all the same, but just yeah. like a hot cup of brown water, mm, and then you're like, oh, I, I swear it's good. Just put five tablespoons of honey and cream in here. Yeah, and yeah. It's, but it's, at that point, it's a milkshake. And I just don't get it. Like nobody actually. I likes drink mine black. You like Rambo, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap up the show, I got one last segment, and uh, it's going to be an awesome one. Uh, trivia. Trivia. All right, Hunter, I expect you to uh, compete in this when you actually get wifed up. Um, at the Wife Carrying World Championship, first prize wins you what? Oh, I know the answer to this. Do you, Okay, don't say it out loud. Uh, the Wife's Weight in Beer, uh, a free month of couples uh, counseling, a donkey, or steaks and lobsters? I'm going to make you go last because I feel like you know this answer. So, Kev, you go first. Do you feel like he knows it because he literally just said, I know this answer? Oh, I mean, he's been bullshitting with us the whole last like hour. I feel like he's fucking with me, so I don't know. <laughs> just based off of Hunter's excitement and just based off of what I briefly know about him, I'm going with steaks and lobsters because that man likes to eat, I think. Okay. Chase. That probably would have been my second guess. Maybe maybe this is just what I would want it to be. Uh-huh. No, no. I'm going with a beer. I want beer. Give me beer. All right. And my boy, Hunter, what's the answer? Wife's waiting beer. Ah, Boom. That's shit. it. Yes. Chase is coming back. I wanted to compete in this event, and I think they give you cash. Your wife's waiting cash as well. And like, oh, shit. Or something. Okay. There you go. Were you just trying to find a big old woman and be like, hey, will you will you do this with me? No, no. Honestly, uh, so there's like a whole – I've done so much studying behind this because there's a North American championship and then there's like who, – who wouldn't want to have a belt that says I'm the best wife carrier in the entire <laughs> world? Like, I'll just, I wear that shirt and that belt at all times and I'll let them know. I'll be like, I'll take your woman anytime and I'll run away with her. <laughs> let people know that. And honestly, I think uh, – I think there's a championship here that qualifies for you one that's in Sweden or Finland or something like that. Or yeah, I remember, and it's a fucking big deal. I'm, I'm going to crush them eventually. Bring some heat so, from America. So <laughs> this, so this, most of it's all out of the United States. It's in it's in Finland and like Europe. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where, that's where I think it started. But like, obviously, everything comes to the United States, and then they just like fucking super hype it up, and it gets all crazy. And then there's like a Budweiser sponsor and stuff. But like, I think it originated with like actual culture and value over in Europe. Okay, 
Good like American Ninja Warrior. It's like yeah, America yeah. doesn't have ninjas. It's so random. Yeah. Like the Japanese like to do something. Let's take it, make it <laughs> ours, and then amp it up big time. It just sounded better than American Cowboy Warrior, I guess. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. All right. Before I give uh, the mic over to Kev and have him wrap up the episode, uh, this is your time to plug yourself, man. Tell everyone where to find you and follow you, bro. Oh, uh, honestly, if you just type in Hunter McIntyre on Instagram, Facebook, anything like that, you could probably find some cool stuff. Uh, if you guys are into athletic competitions, just always hit me up. I can see if I can get you some free tickets to the stuff that we're doing. And hopefully I'll bump into you guys somewhere or I'll meet you down in Florida and we could, uh, you know, make that number five time of me losing my pants be with you guys. Hell so, yeah. There we go. go. <laughs> Give it up, baby. Yeah, that's going to get interesting as hell. <laughs> All right, Kev, uh, wrap this bad boy up. All right. Episode 62 is in the books. I hope everybody had a good time tonight. I know I did. Uh, thanks, Hunter, for uh, stopping by. Everybody, make sure to go and give him a follow on Instagram. He is fucking hilarious, and he's great time. Definitely inspirational. Uh, while you're on Instagram or Twitter or YouTube or Facebook, follow us. Uh, this show, Cup to Cup Show. Uh, you can type that in, Cup to Cup Show, no spaces. Uh or you can visit our website, uh, which is cuptocuplife.com. And on there, you'll find our blog, our merchandise. We got some new merch, folks. We got some snapbacks, uh, hats that are pretty hot right now. I mean, they're selling like hotcakes, to be honest, Jay, right? Hotcakes is not a saying. Stop saying uh, that. They're, sell- That's they're a selling saying. like hot snapbacks. Uh, there we go. I like that better. Coffee mugs. We got phone cases. We got shirts. I'm wearing a shirt right now, as usual. Uh and uh, you can also leave a voice nugget and let us know where we're fucking up on everything that we're fucking up on, uh, like the cereal bracket. Tell Jason that he's an idiot for thinking the Apple Jacks was going to make it past. I'm not an idiot. It's rude, bro. And also, rude. I'm not an idiot. You can check out that bracket while you're there and uh, check out the new matchups coming up and tell us who you think is going to win. That's all I got. Yep. All right, man. Hunter. Thanks again. Yeah, thanks for hopping on. Thank you, dude. Yeah, thanks for jumping on, man, and uh, making the time, dude. Of course, boys. That was a freaking blast.